another podcast is out another week has gone by thank you for tuning in and listening to these podcasts it's a pleasure to make them we're so happy today to have owner and creator of conscious golf megan chapman back with us to talk about how meditation and golf can help our golf game two amazing tools i'm so looking forward to talking to her about them stay tuned my name is andrew robertson and you're listening to mixed movements all talk I was on your website, or sorry, the Instagram page, and you wrote a post, which I thought was a good way to kind of lead into meditation, how that can be a form of something that we can use when playing the game. And you put on there, quoting from, you said, to awaken the golfer within is to recognize the thoughts that rob us of our greatness. So some of those thoughts that you put down were worrying about what others think. And you specifically said that this was a big one for you. Speaking on that exactly, when you said that's a big one for you, what is it about worrying that affects your game? Well, just that one specifically, I, I mean, over the years or how I've been raised was to always, you know, be the people pleaser and make sure everyone's super happy and put everyone else before me. So that's a big one for me. And I feel like that has in the moment of a golf shot, if I'm worried about maybe who I'm playing with, how they perceive me or how you know how I'm going to look or what my score is going to be it's definitely has an effect in the moment of how I swing the club you obviously have some things that you use to help you out through that because you're not the only one who goes through those um, when you're playing the game the the idea that you know everyone's kind of looking at me when I'm hitting which is you know everyone first of all you're kind of quiet you're supposed to all be quiet and keep your distance and just allow the person to hit. So what are you doing? You're watching them. That's it. So it's, it's hard not to feel the pressure on you. Right. Exactly. So what can we use to help us out using some either yoga or meditation that can help us in that moment? Yeah. So, I mean, the idea with um, meditation yoga is to bring your awareness back to you, back to your body, back to your breath. We all have an overthinking mind that is constantly on the go with worries, fears, judgments, whatever they may be, but it's constant. So to be able to connect back to the breath, back to the body, starts to at least detach ourselves from this little monkey mind that we have and lets our nervous system begin to relax and find sort of a sense of peace and calmness. Then the body from there can can actually have freedom to move a club effectively, efficiently. Without that piece, it's going to be in a state of stress and it can't it can't move the way it needs to, to hit the ball. I could see or that. hit the shot that you want. For sure. Mm-hmm. I know some of the feelings I would have is, I always find my mind gets racing when I'm playing and it just kind mm-hmm. of flows through. And I could, I never thought of it until you brought it up, but I could see how taking a deep breath and just trying to eliminate those thoughts could really give me that advantage to just hit the ball opposed to worrying of the outcome. Yeah. Some of the other thoughts that people obviously have that this can help with is trying to hit the ball straight. I mean, I like that you put that because obviously when I play the game, a lot of my shots are always um, off to the left. I'm a left-handed golfer, so I always 
and they're yeah. off into the trees. And then it's like, well, that's, you know, I used to, I kind of get, I guess you could say used to it, but it's still, you know, I'm trying to use words and phrases to make me feel like I'm not upset. The fact that it just went into the trees and I have to now drop that ball. Is there things that I can use in those moments that can help me out with what you were just saying? I've just found in my hundreds and um, probably thousands of lessons really that I've, I've taught is just that we've, when we're in effort of trying to make it do something specific, do the, make the ball do something specific, like make it go straight, we can just put this extra constraint on the body and it's not allowing the technique to be free flowing and, and come out in that moment. So to notice that our mind's going, oh, I really want to hit this straight to be aware of that thought is number one. And because then once you're aware of it, then you, then you can have some power. Then you, you're taking your power back, if you will. Yeah. You're not just succumbing to that thought. And then you hit the ball and you're trying to make it straight. So you're swing to something super funky, trying to make it go straight. Yeah. Um, it becomes really rigid, those types of things. So it's just kind of like bringing awake or awakening ourselves to those thoughts that put the constraints on us so we can come back to a feeling of a golf swing that gives us everything we're looking for. So whether it's wanting to hit it straight, whether it's wanting to hit it as far as we can, that's another thing that really ties up the body in knots. Yeah, I like that. It takes us away from the actual game of golf, just the shot, just the swing, just the shot that we have in front of us. All the outcome pieces that we think are important that's so great. I could just, I almost feel like I'm being calmer as we're talking about this right now. <laughs> as I'm thinking yeah. about it, I'm That's just relaxing good. myself. Is there any breathing exercises we could do right now that would help others if in that moment, any, any of those moments? Because obviously those moments can happen constantly. Throughout. Well, absolutely. Our whole life, I mean, our whole day to day is constant moments that take us away from the present moment, right? Yeah. Or it's just, I mean, that's what just our brain or our mind constantly is doing. As a practice, whether it's on the golf course or not, it's, um, yeah, we can do that right now where if you just, you know, find a, you know, be comfortable in your seat, feel your feet on the ground, even take a moment, I would close your eyes, again, feel your feet on the ground, let your, let your spine be tall, your arms and shoulders relaxed, relax through your jaw. And all you're doing here is now sort of being aware of your breath. Just noticing your breath float in and out. And with each breath, all you're doing here is looking to lengthen your breath. So longer inhales and longer exhales. And you're looking to let that breath move all the way through your body, all the way down to your toes, and all the way out. And just simply notice and check in, does your body start to feel different now after these breaths? Can you sense, does your nervous system feel a little bit more calm? Yeah. 
and let you open your eyes, kind of come back. That's nice. Yeah. That's just a simple, like, just connect to the breath, connect to the body. I really like when you say feet on the ground and feel the ground. You know, like that was easy to go to that. And then as you were saying to breathe, weirdly enough, you could almost feel like it was just going in and just moving throughout, which I don't know, but that's just what I was feeling. And it felt good. I, I don't know if I felt that before. I don't know if I really tried it in that sense. And that was, it was really neat. I did definitely felt a lot calmer after that. I'm ready for anything now. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's neat. interesting because I would, I'd be interested to chat with people who are play a sport at a high end. It'd be interesting to, you know, hear their um, experience with that when they're in a state of, you know, fear or worry or angst, what do they do or what are the, what are some things they can have in their back pocket to sort of, you know, ground themselves again. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, in all sports, sometimes being the coach, you're with that athlete and there's that tendency or parent, you have that Mm -hmm. tendency to always want to say something before they're about to hit Mm -hmm. that. Oh, hey, do that. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. I think just thinking of this shows just let them have that moment to do this. Don't yes. say anything. Get them to it. Because those distractions of you feeling that you're providing some insight, you're just stopping them from maybe being able to do something like this that could calm them right down. 100%. And even the idea of, you know, when we are in a fear of how, our, you know, how we're going to score or outcome of the golf shot, um, and what that does to the nervous system, well, even as the coach, if we are looking to want to see an outcome in a student that we're coaching, I feel like we're kind of almost giving them a disservice, right? We're, we're imposing mm-hmm. our worry, our fear, that we want to make sure they're performing in front of us. So for us as the coaches to be able to really come back to the centered place and allow them to... Hmm, allow them to find that place for themselves. Yeah, no, completely. I, I can think of a lot of scenarios where just in my general coaching that I always choose to try to not say something. Right. And mm-hmm. I think it, at first when you're young at this sport, you think, Oh, let's say a bunch of stuff. And as you get older, you, you start to realize that you need everyone to have some space and time and let them get into their own zone. There's only so much you can do and the time's been done. Let them hit the ball and the outcome will be there. However it is. Right. Yeah. Right change it after it's done when we think of meditation obviously another thing that we had put up that we were going to talk about is yoga and and though they're not necessarily the same there's a lot of similarities or comparisons or fluidness between the two Mm -hmm. using yoga is there places you would use it within the golf course or is this more of a before you get to the golf course getting yourself into the zone, doing what you would want to do morning or post pre or post the game and allow meditation to be something that helps you more within the game. I would say, um, what we just did. Um, yeah, yoga, uh, yoga to me is a practice that incorporates just what we've done and, um, what we just did through breathing, but it's all, it is all about tuning into your breath and coming into your body. It's all about body awareness and connecting the mind and body together. And you may do some poses while you do that. Um, meditation, you, you may or may not move your body. 
there are people who do there's people who like you can do walking meditations and whatnot so for me they're kind of a little bit more interchangeable I guess for me yoga is just more of where I may be doing more poses that would you know that would stretch me out or lengthen me out so I would do that definitely post round absolutely prior anytime really I think yoga is always a benefit at any time that we want to do it but in terms of just coming back to the breath and back to the body I think that to know that that's available at any time of the day when we're feeling a level of stress or worry is so huge because then we don't need to go down rabbit holes (laughs) it's easy to go down a rabbit hole of anger or sadness or worry whatever's going on in our life and so those things can just take us out of that for a moment and bring us back to okay what matters right now i'm i am good i am well all is well all is well and i am good Uh, there's definitely things that would help you out when you're well obviously in life but specifically it could help you out in the golf course because everything else is against you the greatest thing about yoga for me is that it's definitely become something that had gone through some realms of should you do yoga should you not to more of a at a certain point in time your muscles are always going to stay stiff right if you don't loosen them up and your and your ability to be more relaxed is going to be harder as you get older so it's not that it's only for those who are older but I know for myself I used to look at friend of mine who was older and he would do yoga every day and I'd say why are you so stiff why is this you know I'd be in my early 20s thinking what are you talking about like that I'm good I don't have to do any of that and mm-hmm. I tell you once you get to another age <laughs> it changes pretty quickly yeah. and, and it's Crazy, just impossible eh? right to feel open so for me I totally see it as something that I don't see how you would not want to to just stay loose while you're playing the game yeah, absolutely. If this this is a game of uh, that you can play until any age, as long as you're you're healthy, and to be able to um, you know sustain suppleness in your body, and mobility is just massively important. Yeah, so I think you're right. I think there's we get to an age where we just feel those like aches and pains and. Um, so if we can make it into a, uh, a bit more of a, a common or um, practice, then, yeah, I think, I think we'll see the benefit down the road. I like that. For sure. Yeah. I know that obviously one of the benefits to um, working with Conscious Golf is that you guys implement these amazing techniques and opportunities for your clients to make sure that they're always playing their best when they're on the course or off the course. And um, you're doing a one hour class, a yoga golf class. Is that golf? when they think of golf yoga, where does it differentiate itself from maybe another form of yoga or is it similar? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be very similar. It's just the fact that we're going to, um, do movements that are specific to a golf swing. So a lot of um, like balance is huge in a golf swing. So doing a lot of balance exercises, uh, mobility and suppleness in the hips, a lot of, a lot of stretching through the hip area 
and range of motion through the torso. So as you can, as we all know, I mean, the golf swing takes a lot of torque. Mm -hmm. So opening up through the chest and being able to um, increase those range, that range of motion, those would be um, three big ones. Also power too, kind of tapping into power and where we find our power in our legs and feet and and glutes and that, that kind of thing. So yeah, that's, it would differentiate in just the fact that it would be more relatable to a golf swing. Which is phenomenal because that's what we're trying to go for right now anyway. So I love that. Yeah. This has been nice. I've really enjoyed going through this. And I think people are going to take these two wonderful abilities that we can use and, and techniques we can use to really help our game. Cool. Thanks awesome. a lot for being on. We look forward to joining you on these uh, golf yogas to get our game to be a little bit better. It was a pleasure having Megan on. Hope you took something from it. I hope it's going to help your golf game. If you're looking for more from Megan, head over to ConsciousGolf.org. You can also find her on Instagram. Remember to head over to MixedMovements.com for all of our upcoming events, camps, and program information. You can find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Jiffy. You can watch our videos on YouTube and listen to our podcasts, as always, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn Radio. Until next time, this is Andrew Robertson, and you're listening to Mixed Movements All Talk.